This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 230. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. What is Vegetarian Zen, you might be asking? Vegetarian Zen is a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and yes, even those of you who are over there just being veg curious to share <laughs> tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I always try to make you laugh. Do You're something so around that. Silly. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Vicky, and this is Larissa. In this episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast, we're going to share our five, our top five things that we wish we had known as new vegetarians. Now we've been vegetarian going on five years now. Mm-hmm. So we are going back, that was my time machine, <laughs> five years. <laughs> that made me laugh. What are, what are the, our top five? We were just talking about this the other day, and I thought this would be a good episode. And of course, because we get so many things, so many good things, tips, guidelines, responses from our Peas and Carrot Society, what up? Uh, we asked them the same question. And of course, they did not fail us and came up with some really good things as well. So we're going to even share some of those with their permission mm-hmm. on this episode. But first, yay, we have a new rating. Yay. All right. So this one is from Trala Lang. Says, you're friendly neighborhood vegetarians. I like that. All right. So what up, Vicky and Larissa? What up? What up? I look forward to this podcast every week. Great discussion around a specific topic. Instructive without a know-it-all attitude. I will never tire of the in and out music. <laughs> well, that's good to know. And we removed the carrot, right? Uh, yeah, we yeah, still have we a did. carrot crunching. Yeah. We should bring that back just just for for a uh, for retro a day retro. or something. <laughs> <laughs> we, did have, we did have one person one time say, oh, I hate that carrot. Yeah, some people get really <laughs> upset with the sound of food crunching or food noises and right. stuff, so. All right. Well, I guess let's just jump right into it. Let's jump right into it. Right. Okay. So as we were talking, as I mentioned, this just started just, I don't know what we were talking about, but there was something that came up that mm-hmm. I thought, oh, I wish I would have known this when I became vegetarian. And this started a longer conversation. I, again, I said, this would be a good episode. What do you think our top five things are? So the first thing we talked about was eating a healthy plant-based diet doesn't require complicated recipes or exotic ingredients. Mm-hmm. This probably was one of the biggest barriers at the very beginning for us. Well, and yeah, and that's true because there are definitely lots of recipes out there that are overly complicated oh, sure. and, and, you know, have lots of these weird based ingredients. Or not. I mean, but, even right, just regular. Exactly. Meat. And I call that frou-frou food. And I don't eat frou-frou <laughs> food. I've never eaten frou-frou food. But, you know, when I, when we first became vegetarian, I did... I was looking for some recipes and I found a, a book. I think maybe my, my mom might have given me a, a book. But the recipes in it were all so complicated. And there were so many. I would have had to go to three different stores to get all of these or and order stuff to get all of these weird ingredients. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that kind of freaked me out a little bit. But it took us a while to realize that, no, you don't have you can just have like plain like you can just make vegetables. You right, know, and right. And vegetables. you can make them well. Yes. The other thing is, and luckily in this time, it's amazing. I'm, I'm 49 years old and I came from, I grew up in a time where there was no computers, no cell phones, that kind of thing. Oh, but when you were in college, you got a pager if you were something. <laughs> I don't even remember who'd be paging me. But anyways. Now you're a drug dealer. You a pager. I don't even think drug dealers have pagers anymore. Oh no, I don't think so. But anyways, um, 
in this day and age where we can share information so easily, I mean, I'm thinking about Pinterest, I'm thinking about, you know, social media, mm-hmm. all the stuff out there on the web, and also all the great books that are coming out now. Uh, there was the, the, the Taco Cleanse. Right. I love tacos. And this That's is a, a vegan, book. it's a good book. And this is a vegan book on taco recipes how amazing is that right so uh you we live in a really good time right now i think too that this is a lot more easy to follow this type Mm -hmm. of of a lifestyle right oh and just to to um let you guys know if if you don't have the taco cleanse book there is a recipe in there for frito pie tacos yes that is awesome yep so yep. we'll we'll link to the book uh in the show notes very good just in case you don't have it all right what's our second thing we talked about larissa okay so now the, no, why are you asking me about this one <laughs> uh, just because a food is vegetarian or vegan doesn't mean it's automatically good for you yes and we you know we've been very swedish fish we've been very <laughs> transparent to say that when we first became vegetarians we were junk food vegetarians oh, yeah, oreos are vegan by the way <laughs> so are fritos. fritos we had these all around the house now we've done a much better job of cleaning those things out of our house and when we make vegan tacos which isn't all uh, vegan, not vegan the frito pie tacos mm-hmm. which isn't every week even but when we make those larissa even buys a small bags mm-hmm. so that way we only have enough for the tacos and we don't have a lot left over. Right. And you know, I mean you and some people would say, but, but it's more expensive to buy the small bags than if you buy a big, yeah, but I mean, what's the trade off, you know, mm-hmm. between yeah. a little, a few cents more and, you know, making, I mean, eating a whole giant bag of yeah. Fritos and then having or sometimes I'll just buy them from work vending machine. Those are usually yeah, cheaper on the way home than yeah. the store. Okay, so the third top thing we wish we knew when we became vegetarian almost five years ago is that plant-based doesn't automatically mean boring or bland. And Mm -hmm. in addition to what we just said, our first point with being complicated, I thought, okay, you're going to go through all this trouble to make this recipe that's going to be boring or bland. Mm -hmm. And there's certain things I I know now that I just don't like, but there are some things that I've learned to alter to a way that satisfies my cravings more or my taste I should say not mm-hmm. necessarily craving so for example Larissa made this awesome vegetable soup I've never been a fan of soup much less vegetable soup but I started to make it spicy so what I did was I added some Tabasco to it uh, Larissa also added some potatoes to it which I don't think your original recipe called oh, for yeah. it. oh it did okay um but I know it's so good for you. And so I just altered the taste to make it a little bit more to what I like because I like spicy food. Mm-hmm. So I just always associated vegetarian or vegan food with just being bland. Mm-hmm. And like, our steamed last, ve- like steamed right. broccoli and, st- you know. And in our last episode where we talked about planning for potlucks and such, I, you know, like I said, this is our time. To, that's our, the holidays are usually our time to shine because mm-hmm. we can bring these things to potlucks. And there's so many good recipes out there. There mm-hmm. really are thousands thousands and thousands and thousands so right right okay so the next thing that we wish we had known when we first started out was uh how to answer the question how do you get enough protein (laughs) (laughs) other than just saying we do don't worry about it (laughs) right (laughs) it's funny though isn't it when when people find out you're a vegan vegan or vegetarian then all of a sudden they become the protein experts i know know. all of a sudden they're consumed with how how you get your protein you know i just finished reading a book by dr john mcdougall 
who is part of the uh, physicians, what is it? The PCRM. Physicians Committee for For Responsible Medicine. Yeah. And uh, he has a book called The Starch Solution. And one of the things he talks about was our obsession with protein. And the Atkins diet kind of started a lot of this. And there's so much just focus on, are you getting enough protein? And really, he said he's never in the Western world treated anyone with a protein deficiency. We uh-huh. get all the protein we need from plant-based sources. Uh-huh. We can get that. So this was one. And we did an episode early on, hmm. didn't we, about where do you get your protein? I don't remember the episode number, but I will link to it in the show notes. Okay. Yeah. And we talk about, and we, I think we also have a Pinterest board, too, that mm-hmm. talks about protein, plant-based protein. Mm-hmm. So um, don't you worry your pretty little head about it. <laughs> oh, no. Don't do that. No, no, no. We get it. The we southern, get it. no, the southern accent is no. <laughs> was that what I was doing? I, I, think, I, I so. think that's what I was trying to do. Well, I don't know. I was just. Uh, well, then it was that's more... even scarier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. all right. So the now, what's the last question then? Number five, or how, the last question, the last, the, the last thing, the last thing, the last point is how to eat a balanced diet and be sure you're getting enough of all the essential nutrients. And again, I think this links back to us being very much junk food vegetarians. We started to feel tired. I didn't know that we could stick with it for very long. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just, just weren't getting, because we weren't yeah. balancing things out. So uh, uh, over the years and over the, this is a big reason why we started the podcast too, because we are finding out things. We want to make sure to share them with folks that were plant-based leaning or vegans or vegetarians to help understand how to balance them their um, nutrients out a little bit more. Right, right. All right, so let us, those are our five, top five. Uh, let's take a look at what some members of the peas and carrots. What up? <laughs> I always pause now <laughs> waiting for that. I just imagine myself going through a crowd of people just high-fiving people. High-fiving what? peas and carrots. What up, Jesslyn? Sniffin, right. who says she wishes she would have known how to be a well-rounded eater. I recently tracked my meals and realized I definitely eat a lot of carbs and not enough protein, so I'm slowly starting to prove in that area. All right. And uh, so Jasmine says, I wish I would have known how much it would affect my social life. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. So I don't hang out with some of the friends who I used to, who used to invite me over for dinner, dinner, etc. I don't date people that are freaked out by me being a vegetarian and things like that. And that's, that's a really good point. That is a good point. You might not think, and, and you know, I know this is why our peas and carrots society is a closed group. That means it doesn't show up in your public feed, any comments you put in there, uh, because we do have some folks that struggle with the social aspect of this as well, because it is a change. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, it's true. It's like if you were didn't drink, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's certain friends, maybe you stop drinking, there's certain friends that invite you out for happy hour, maybe that changed, you know, after right. you stopped. Right. So good point. Right. What does Tom say? Tom says, when I first went vegetarian in 1982, I wow, 1982. Way to go, Tom. I wish I'd known about all the great vegetarian dishes and foods from other cultures, including Mexican, Indian, Middle Eastern, Thai, Italian, Chinese, and many others. I grew up in a country town on the typical Aussie diet of meat and two vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're in there. And we've done a, an episode on that too. A link to that as well. Right. Uh, Marigold, you're going to have to help me, yeah. help me remember all these. And uh, so, oh, now, now, um, Ruthie's, Ruthie's dreaming. dreaming. 
the last one we recorded, uh, Kramer, uh, Kramer, Kramer, Cosmo was dreaming. All right. So, uh, yeah. So we'll link to that episode as well. All right. Angie Hoffman says, I wish I knew to just sparingly eat the meat alternatives. I wish I knew about WFPB eating when my journey started. And, uh, oh, that's whole food plant based mm-hmm. eating when my journey started. And I knew about your great podcast. Yay. <laughs> Yay. You know, and thank you for pointing that out too, Angie, because we did that as well. We started using meat in place of, or faux meat in place of where we would have regular meat and uh, i quite honestly yeah, yeah and i quite honestly have stopped i don't i don't rarely eat any of the the fake meat yeah. anymore we, I, I don't even know that we have really anything in the freezer anymore i i don't yeah, think I, I stopped that the only thing awesome. that i do eat still is the sweet earth uh bacon bacon yeah mm-hmm. because i like that and it smells like bacon, quite does, honestly, when yeah. you're making it. Yeah. All right. Rudy Link said, I wish I had known that good and plenty wasn't a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> I gave up meat and ate junk. Exactly what we did. I wish I had known that. Yes, I can cook. Awesome. Yeah, and for those of you who may not uh, be here in the States, or I don't know if they have this in other country, as countries, good and plenty is a candy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And right, I know all is, about candy. What does Diane Gallant Mar- Marion say? Diane says that uh, that there was such a humongous array of plant-based meals. Think Alfredo sauce, lasagna, stroganoff, sour cream that resemble their meat and cheese counterparts. Taste delicious. Some even better than their meat counterpart. And that's a good point. Uh, okay. On I'm going to go with stroganoff on that. I mm-hmm. love stroganoff and... Even though I had a weird allergic reaction, I think it was just too many mushrooms. Mm-hmm. The mushrooms in that was really good. Mm-hmm. Right. And and then she says, on another note, you seriously need to invest in a very good blender. Uh, peas, and, peas and carrots review, or uh, peas and carrots, uh, vegetarian zen review in an earlier episode convinced me to invest in a Vitamix. And yes, we will link to that. <laughs> to that one too. <laughs> and I'll also link to an uh, Amazon link for Vitamix. So she said, yes, it did pain me a little to shell out the money, but I say investment because this is a quality built and their is quality built and their customer service is outstanding. And then she adds, oh, and an instant pot. And yes, I just used mine last night to make some oatmeal. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was me. That was me talking. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another quality made product with superior customer service. These two appliances will make your vegetarian or plant-based meals easy to prepare with amazing results. And, That's a really good point. Right? Investing if, in good cookware mm-hmm. and appliances is a really, it's something we learned over the years too. Mm-hmm. And if you're not familiar, uh, Instant Pot is a, an electric pressure cooker and it's, it's really, really good. All right, so Kate Jiggins says, for me, it's knowing that I don't have to be defined by a label. I can craft a plant-based lifestyle that suits my needs. Every now and again, I eat a happy egg and I take a splash of milk in my tea. (laughs) It works for me, feeling great and enjoying the journey. That is great too. We always talk about it's not all or nothing. And I think people when they try to make it all or nothing are sometimes discouraged. Mm-hmm. And for me, nothing, I, I always, I look at a lot of things as just ease into it and mm-hmm. give yourself a break. Maybe it just starts with a meatless Monday or you say today I'm a vegetarian tomorrow. I may not be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Wednesday I'm a vegan mm-hmm. Thursday. I might not be. And you know, that's okay because eventually you start to reap some of the benefits of how you feel. Remember I went vegan for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And I started to really feel a lot of the benefits of that. And I, I'm actually still vegan leaning. Pretty I'm much, not, yeah. yeah. I have a little bit of cheese every now and then, which mm-hmm. is my biggest thing to give up. But um, overall, 
just I'm eating probably 90% vegan mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Liz says, I became a vegetarian over 30 years ago. Wow, you guys. Uh, I just left the meat off my plate, so I was pretty much only eating potatoes and vegetables. I'm a much better cook now. Well, I think I am. (laughs) But I wish that I had known about other protein sources. That is very important. And yeah, that is. And and there are a lot of them that are plant-based, though. So it's not as um, daunting as, as new vegetarians might think to find those. Alyssa Baxter said, I wish I would have known how calorie dense oils are and a good blender is necessary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Be careful with the oils, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So Nicholas Moyer said that I wish I would have known how great I would feel and how much more energy I would have compared to when I was eating meat. Then I would have fully committed to it earlier than I did. That's a good point. That is. And you know, whenever I do have something like cheese or... uh, yeah, pretty much cheese or mm-hmm. I was going to say some other dairy thing, but not ice really. Cream. It's really just maybe we not, don't really not eat that ice much. Cream. It's usually, uh, I've given up eggs too. Yeah, it's yeah. usually cheese. I can tell a difference. Yeah. My energy level is not the same. When yeah. I was eating, when I eat vegan, especially in the morning, I feel just a spurst of energy. And I, mm-hmm. I used to be, I used to have to drink coffee right around one o'clock mm-hmm. to help me through the afternoon. And when I started eating more vegan, I just didn't feel the need to do it. Right. It was more out of habit or just having something on my desk. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Julie Martin said that I wish I had known about instant pots and how much easier they can make plant-based cooking. They also make the best beans ever. And I will second that because I've been making pinto beans, what, about once a week, I guess, a big pot of pinto beans. And uh, and they they just come out so great. I do soak my, you don't have to with the instant pot. You technically don't have to soak the beans but i always do and they just come out so like creamy on the inside they are they're They're very good good. all right uh and lastly but not least uh kayla elizabeth childers said all the secret animal products in food Mm -hmm. i was so heartbroken to find out that a delicious yogurt had gelatin in it why would they do that (laughs) i know (laughs) what about marshmallows yes fortunately we have a marshmallow solution and that's uh, dandies dandies. oh my god they're so Mm, yummy yes and, uh, you know, and I make, if I ever have a craving for like the Rice Krispie uh, squares, the treats, I make them with dandies and the uh, Whole Foods brown rice crisps. They're they are organic so and they're, uh, they're so good. And by the way, guys, that's another good thing to take to a potluck or to somebody's mm-hmm. house. Those are really good. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So those are the five things that we wish we would have known as vegetarians and also what some of our peas and carrots also wish they would have known. Uh, Let's move into the recipe of the week. Okay. So recipe this week suggested by our good buddy, Chris Bishop, the yoga guru. And if you you are new to the podcast or if you have been kind of listening um, piecemeal, we interviewed Chris, uh, what? couple months ago it's been a couple months now yeah Yeah, about his yoga practice and and a great interview he's a great guy and um so this recipe is courtesy of chris this week and it is for tostones i I guess that's how you say tostones uh which are twice fried plantains And, and i wouldn't really be a fan um just because i'm not a fan of bananas but uh Chris swears by these. He says they're amazing. And we will have the recipe in the show notes. What did you get flack for the other day in the peas and carrots? Everything. 
pumpkin. The other day it was pumpkin. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin Higgins. Pumpkin. WTH. <laughs> no, I don't like you. pumpkin. <laughs> I think it does say a lot about you, though, that you still manage to be <laughs> vegetarian, though. <laughs> Considering you don't like anything. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's talk about a product this week. Okay. So speaking of gelatin uh, that we mentioned just a little bit ago, when when Vicky had her surgery a couple weeks ago now, you know, the first day after surgery, she, you're not supposed to eat anything really solid. And, and you poor thing, she, she couldn't <sighs> even eat. She was so nauseous. And ugh. the day when I got home, yeah. I was so nauseous. It was bad from yeah. all the, the anesthesia yeah. and the medicine and everything. So one of the things that I, I wanted to find was some jello for her to eat. But you know, jello has uh, gelatin is, is made from animals. And so, of course, no Jello gelatin and no none of those other brands would would do. But I did find one. I saw it at Whole Foods, and then I saw it. I didn't buy it, but then I saw it again at HEB, our local grocery store. And I thought, okay, that's a sign. So I got it, and I thought well, we'd try it. This is vegan. It's gelatin free uh, gels. So it looks like jello it tastes actually i think it tastes better i do than too. the I jello do too. brand or those other brands it's not overly sweet to me no and i don't like things that are really really sweet mm-hmm. the, the jello brand just mm-hmm. tastes like sugar to me. right right and it, it this one has uh it, it the flavor is much brighter i think yeah uh, that's, that's a good way that's to put the it the best way that i can yeah. think of to describe it uh but anyway, the brand is Bakol, B-A-K-O-L, kind of weird, but they are, and they're called Yum Cups. And now they also have, at Whole Foods, I saw that they had a, um, the box that you can actually mix yourself. Oh, okay. But the way, the reason I didn't get it there is because in the ingredient list on, on both of them, both the, the prepared cups and the box, the ingredient list is really short and it's all it, mostly natural stuff. But I did notice that the box had a uh, carrageenan in it. Hmm. And that's why I put it back on the shelf at Whole Foods. Oh. And then when I went to the, and they didn't have the, the prepared cups at, at which Whole is Foods. a really good point about why you should still check the, the, check the, the yes. ingredients. Yeah. But then when I saw it at HEB, they didn't have the box, but they had the gels and the HEB is our local grocer. Right. And so I, for some reason I, I turned it over just to see. And when it's prepared like that, it doesn't have it Interesting. In there. So I went ahead and got them and good job reading the labels (laughs) so and they have because you could have just assumed right because it's the same brand right and so they have three flavors uh over at our store they had a cherry strawberry and orange and i think that may be the only three flavors they have but so i got strawberry for you because you hate cherry and orange and i got cherry for me and i've since gone back and gotten more Mm -hmm. because it's just so good yeah and if you're wondering, because I, I'm usually the opposite of Larissa, I like everything except for a few things, but cherry flavored and orange flavored things remind me of medicine when I was a kid. So mm-hmm. the orange flavor was the bare children's aspirin. Mm-hmm. I always taste that whenever I taste anything orange, except oranges, which is weird. <laughs> well, because that's actual orange. Yeah. And then cherries, it was Tylenol, right. which I don't, again, I love cherries, right. but don't like cherry flavored things. So. Right. Anyways, in case, that hope that solved that mystery for you. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. What's the question this week? 
All right. So the uh, question is, uh, what do you wish that you knew at the beginning of your plant-based journey? Yep. All right. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. 